If you are working hard to fit wellness into busy mom life, but often find yourself feeling overwhelmed or maybe even a little discouraged, you're in the right place. This podcast is for any mom who wants to care for herself along with her family so she can show up as the best version of herself. Being a mom should not mean that we have no time to care for ourselves or ignore our own health. I'm here to help you stop putting yourself last, reconnect with yourself, and find some confidence along your wellness journey. So join me along the way for practical tips, clarity, and some fresh perspective. I'm Danica Mills, and this is Nourished. It's finally time for my favorite season of the whole year. It's finally summer. Or it's almost summer. Depending on how you look at it, I feel like as soon as it's June, it's summer. To me. Um, I know some people kind of base summertime starting off of like the kid's last day of school. Or maybe you look at it as the actual day of on the calendar that says the first day of summer, which is, I believe, June 21st. So... At the time of this recording, it is not officially summer quite yet, but to me, in my mind, since it's June, it's summer. And that's mostly just because I'm really impatient for summer, because it's my favorite. I love it so much. So I'm going to call it summer. Regardless, this episode is going to be all about getting your kitchen ready for the summertime, whenever that happens to be starting for you. And maybe it already has. If your kids are already out of school, maybe it already feels like it's summertime. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. I think the beginning of a new season, like the beginning of summer, is the perfect time to pause and take a look at our kitchen and give it a quick refresh. And honestly, this can happen at any time of the year. Um, And it can happen, you know, at the beginning of a new season, at the end of a season, at the beginning of... Um, you know, like the holidays at the end of the year, um, or even at the end of the holidays, maybe in January, um, right before your family gets really busy, or maybe right after your family has been busy for a while and you take a break. It can happen at any time of the year, but I like to take these opportunities of, you know, switching from one season to another because I feel like the change in seasons, we're already transitioning in different ways. And so it can be a really good opportunity to transition the things in our kitchen as well. And I think a lot of transitioning is happening right now in our homes. Um, the kids are home from school. If you're, if your kids are in public school, they're home now, or they're about to be home really soon. And that is a big change for a household, for a family. Um, the kids are going to be around a whole lot more than they have been for the last several months. And there are a lot of changes that come with family dynamics and the way that things happen in the summertime as well that are different from the rest of the school year. You know, for us right now, we are coming out of a very busy season. Um, The spring was very busy for us. It's the busiest that we've been probably in the last two years since the pandemic. And um, it was a lot. It was something that we weren't used to for a very long time. Um, we got really comfortable and really appreciated the quiet that we had there, um, for a little while. And while the kids were very excited to get back into things and get back into their sports and I was as well, I was really happy for them and it felt good to go do things again. 
it felt busy. It felt like a lot. Um, we are just now wrapping up baseball season. We just have a couple more games to go. We just wrapped up the spring season of ballet. My daughter just had a recital. And so we are done. <laughs> we have finished up everything that we need to for the school year. And we are just going to take a break. And uh, we're very excited for summer to just get to shift and do something different. And so um, that's a lot of changes for our family. That's a lot of different things happening. And um, our summer will look very different than our school year did. And because we were so busy, we were getting to this point where what was happening in the kitchen and our meals was starting to become very passive. Um, I wasn't, not that I wasn't putting thought into it or, or planning into it, but it just became really difficult. We were felt like we were always on the go and always my attention was needed somewhere else. And so it became, you know, cleaning out the back of the fridge was not really on my priority list. And when life starts to get really busy like that, and I start to kind of lose track of what I have and what I don't have and what I've run out of or what I've forgotten about that gets shoved to the back, or I buy triple of something because I forgot that I even had it because I haven't even like taken a look in that corner of the pantry in quite a while. Um, it's usually a pretty good sign to me that I need to pause and do a little bit of a refresh. So everyone's summer looks different. Everyone's summer plans are different. You may take summer really easy, really light. You may just kind of go with the flow and just take time off and let the kids run around the house and watch movies or build forts or play games or go run around the neighborhood or go ride bikes and kind of just let it happen passively and enjoy the time off. You may have a really busy summer where you're out and about and you're going camping or going on hikes, going fishing, going on vacation, really taking advantage of the time that you can have together as a family and get out and do things and experience things and really enjoy everything about the season. Maybe you're going to the library often or taking the kids to the parks and you're you're in and out all day and you're maybe you have summer sports like the summer baseball that goes on throughout the entire season. Or maybe you're kind of just a blend of all of it. That's kind of where I am. Some days are very passive. Some days I just let the kids play and don't really worry about anything. And other days we make a point to go take a trip to the beach or spend time with the library or the parks or whatever it happens to be. And so whatever your summer looks like, it's going to look different than mine or somebody else's. And so just as your summer plans are different and very unique to you and your family, the way that you're going to prep your kitchen is the same way. And just like I was talking about in my last episode about how unique we are and really embracing that and leaning into that and using that as a guidance for how to move forward with our wellness and our nutrition, the same can be said about this. So I am going to provide you with some steps that you can take and how you take those steps is going to look different for your situation. Take what you need from this episode, leave the rest and make it work for you the best way that you can. Okay, so let's get into it. Step number one, the first thing, take 10-ish minutes or so, go through your refrigerator and your pantry or your cabinets and clear out anything that's expired. These are super simple black and white choices. Um, it's a great place to start and it's a great place to get some momentum. So go through that top shelf in your refrigerator where all the sauces are that you've probably forgotten about a couple of them and 
way deep in the back, pull everything out and get back there and take out anything that has expired or that you haven't used in a long time. You probably still have a jar of cranberry sauce from Thanksgiving that's kind of just been pushed in the back and forgotten about and moved aside. So make some space on your countertops, pull everything out, go through it real quick, check the dates, toss anything out that's old, and then we can move on to step number two. Okay, but first I want to talk about step number one and a half-ish. And this is to also toss out anything that maybe is not expired yet, but you just haven't used in a long time. Something that you've purchased, probably with really good intentions, and you're just not using it. Maybe it's a certain type of salad dressing or cauliflower rice that's been sitting in your freezer that you keep shoving aside to get to something else, telling yourself you're going to use it, but you just haven't used it yet. Anything that you're just not reaching for that you know in the back of your mind you're probably not going to use, even though you may really want to, go ahead and take this opportunity to get those things out as well. I know this can be hard sometimes, especially if you spent money on it, but it's okay to buy something with really good intentions and never use it and toss it out. It's going to save you space. It's going to save you peace of mind. And it's actually going to save you some guilt as well, because I know every time you open that freezer and you see the cauliflower rice that you're not going to use, you feel guilty that you're not going to use it, right? You feel guilty that you haven't used it yet. And you feel guilty that you know you're probably not going to, even though you feel like you should, you're just not. And so it's okay to take this as an opportunity to learn that maybe that particular item or items are not right for you. And that's totally okay. Let it go, toss it out, and clear yourself some space for the things that you're actually going to enjoy and also use. Now, I will say that if you come across something that is, say, in the very back of your pantry that you honestly just forgot about and you find it, when you're doing this quick little clear out and you kind of tell yourself like, oh, I forgot all about this. I actually do want to try this. I just forgot that I had it. Then go ahead and when you're putting everything back into your fridge or your pantry or wherever it came from, put that item in the front so that you don't forget about it again and give yourself a little bit of time to go ahead and see if you do actually use it. I'd say maybe two or three weeks or maybe a month or however long that you would like, but give yourself a time frame and challenge yourself to use that. I know how it is. I forget about stuff too. And then it's not expired. It's just completely forgotten about. So give yourself the opportunity, maybe set a reminder, put it on the calendar, you know, a month out, this is how long I have to use it. And then if you're still not using it by the time that that time runs out, chances are you're just probably not ever going to use it. And so you can go ahead and clear that out and free yourself up some space. Okay, so now that we've cleared out everything and gotten everything out of our way that we don't need anymore, the next step is to restock. And there's three different areas that I'm going to talk about when it comes to restocking your kitchen. So let's start by talking about refilling your kitchen with in-season produce. Summer is the best time to stock up on produce. Everything is in season. There's so much available and it's so easy to get your hands on things. 
in-season produce is always going to be cheaper than out-of-season produce too, by the way, which is awesome. If you're trying to stick to a budget, eating in-season is one of the best ways to do that. So lots of fresh, beautiful things in season over the summer and for really good prices too. They're all over the grocery stores. If you go to the farmer's market in the summertime, it's overwhelming how much is out there. And because there's so much variety, you can usually find quite a bit for everyone in your family to enjoy. Now, I will say this. When we first started shopping um, and buying more fruits and veggies and adding more of those kinds of things into our meals, I would get really excited and I would go to the store or if we had a farmer's market by us, I would go and pick out all of these beautiful things and get really excited about it and kind of just get a little overzealous and then I would come home, put everything on my counter, look at it, be so proud, and then I wouldn't really know how to store it. And usually I would kind of just store everything the same way, like I would just put everything in the fridge and hope for the best. And most of the time that didn't happen. Um, I would forget about some of it or some of it would get too cold and it would completely ruin it and no one would want to eat it. Um, or it just, it wouldn't last very long or it wouldn't taste very good. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And I didn't realize how many different ways there are to store fruits and veggies, depending on each particular thing. And so it was a lot of learning for me. I realized I couldn't just go shove everything in the fridge and shut the door and everything would be perfect. It wasn't. And so I spent a lot of time learning about that and realizing just how important that is. And so if that sounds like you at all, do not feel bad. It took me a long time to come to that realization and figure out the right way to care for all the different fruits and veggies that I was buying. And you don't have to worry about that anymore because I have created something for you to help you out with exactly that. And I'm going to come back and talk about that at the very end of the episode. So make sure you hang around because you don't want to miss that. Okay, next I want to talk about hydration. I have a whole episode on hydration coming up next week because it's so important and there's a lot to talk about. But for today, I just want to talk about how to get your kitchen ready to make hydration easy and fun. So we all know that hydrating is really important in the summertime. And sometimes it can just get a little monotonous or boring or oftentimes we just forget about it because water is not that exciting to drink sometimes. I totally get it. And in the summer when we're busy and we're running around doing a lot of fun things, it's easy to forget to just drink some water, right? So one of the best, easiest ways to make water a little bit more fun and a little bit more interesting is to add some stuff to it. Citrus, berries even, um, fresh herbs like mint can all be added really easily to your water to jazz it up a little bit. My kids really like putting fruit into ice cubes, actually. Um, instead of just putting them in their water, they would like to get a little ice cube tray, fill it with water, and then my daughter will put like little blueberries in there. Or she'll slice up strawberries and um, put them in the freezer and then add that to her water. You can add lemon juice to the ice cubes too and freeze it like that. You can even just freeze whole pieces of fruit. So cube up some watermelon, put it on a baking sheet, stick it in your freezer for a little bit. Strawberries, blueberries, grapes even freeze really well and you can freeze them out nice and flat. 
And then when they're frozen, you can put them in a Ziploc bag or a container and it makes it really easy to add those into your glass of water. You can even get some really fun shaped ice cube trays too, if that makes things a little more exciting, especially for kids. Kids loved shaped ice cubes. So if you're having trouble getting your kids to drink more water during the summertime, that's another thing that you can do too that's really easy and they're pretty cheap. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them lots of places. Sparkling water can also be a nice way to mix things up. If you're looking for something a little bit more interesting than just plain water, you do have to be a little bit careful with sparkling water depending on your situation. Sometimes it can be irritating for those with digestive issues. And so if you find that carbonated water has a negative effect on you, or um, even if you're drinking it too close to mealtimes, it can cause some some issues. So I don't want to get too far into that right now because I want to keep this episode on the shorter side and I feel like it's already packed with a ton of information. But um, if you don't have an issue with carbonation and you're looking for a good quality sparkling water that doesn't have a ton of stuff added to it, that's pretty much just water and a little bit of flavoring, I always recommend Spindrift. They are my favorite because they don't add a bunch of extra stuff into their drinks. Um, it's just carbonated water and a little bit of fruit juice and that's it. There's no added sugars. There's no added colors. They have a ton of different flavors to choose from and you can get them at Target. You can sometimes even get them at Costco. That's what I bring into my house and what my family drinks. It's actually the only brand that I buy and my kids love them. I love them. They're great. Go with Spindrift. This is not sponsored at all, by the way. In any way, I'm just letting you know what I buy and what I feel good giving my family. Okay. For more on hydration, don't forget to come back next week because I will go further into that. But for now, I'm going to go ahead and move on. Lastly, make sure that you stock your fridge and your kitchen with some protein. Protein is what's going to keep everyone full and happy and out of the kitchen for a little bit of time. If your kids are anything like mine when they're bored or they're home and they're out of their normal routine of busyness and going around places, they find themselves in the kitchen almost constantly. It's almost like they just spend their time in the kitchen. They get a snack and they leave and then they're back. So if you've ever felt like you just fed your kids, you just made them a snack and now they're back already, try adding some protein into that next snack and I bet you it will keep them away for a little bit longer. Especially if you're planning on going places and being busy and being out of the house, protein is another way to keep everyone happy longer so that you don't end up having to buy food or just be really hungry and have cranky kids and cranky mom. That was me for a long time. Protein is going to be your friend. It will keep you out on your adventures longer and feeling really good. So let's talk real quick about some protein recommendations that are really easy to keep on hand. Things like cheese are really easy. You can cube up some cheese and have it ready to go in your fridge. Easy to grab, easy to take with you. A good quality string cheese could be a really good choice too. Um, hard boiled eggs, they're really easy to prep. They last a while. Not all of my kids love these, but they're there for the ones that do and I eat them. It's really easy for me to grab some out of the fridge if I am in a hurry and I know it's going to be a while before we eat and I really want some protein. Hard boiled eggs are always there and they're ready in like 
a minute when you peel them. So they're great. Yogurt is one of my favorite types of protein to have around. We always have yogurt in the house. I make my own in my Instant Pot. Super easy. You don't have to make your own, but if you've ever wondered about it and have ever considered doing it, it is super easy. It's not intimidating at all, I promise you. But either way, having any kind of yogurt on hand um, without added sugar, not the fruit on the bottom kind, just a good quality high protein Greek yogurt, whole milk if you can tolerate it, like a full fat yogurt would be really, really good. You can add some honey to this and some cinnamon and make a dip for all of that delicious summer fruit that you've bought. You can also add some everything bagel seasoning to it and some salt and pepper and make a dip for the veggies. It's a really good way to add protein to both of those two snacks. Beef jerky, beef sticks, nuts, seeds like pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, super easy to keep on hand. They don't spoil or they take forever to spoil. Nuts hardly ever spoil. And they're easy to grab, take out of the house if you're heading to the park or heading to the beach. Nut butter or seed butter to go along with the sliced fruit. Hummus is a really great source of protein and healthy fats to go along with those veggies if you don't like yogurt. All of these things can be easily prepped ahead of time whenever it's convenient for you and kept in your fridge. They're pretty easy to make in the moment too. Hard boiled eggs don't take very long. Yogurt dip doesn't take very long, but if it's easier for you to make it ahead and keep them around, these are all things that keep for a pretty decent amount of time too, so they won't spoil in a day or two and then you have to go do it all over again. So find a pocket of time that works for you. Get a little bit of these snacks prepped and ready and it will be so much easier for you. And food prep is something that you can get your kids help with too. If they're old enough, um, you can totally get them involved and in the kitchen helping you with with things like this as well. It's a really great opportunity to have them be a part of it and not just having mom do it all for them. I think it's really important to teach our kids how to help out and how to be a part of cooking and providing the family with food. So if that's something that you're comfortable with, my daughter loves it. She loves being invited and included to do this with me. So it can be a really great opportunity for that too, especially in the summertime when your kids need something to do, right? And while we're talking about food prep, just like wellness, just like summertime, food prep is not one size fits all. There are a couple of different ways to go about it. And I have an episode coming up on this. So if food prep is something that you're concerned with or you've struggled with in the past, keep an eye out for that. Okay, mama, that is it. We are done with this episode. That was a lot of information. I know that you have a lot on your plate and you're busy doing a lot of other things, but I felt like all of these things were really important and I wanted to give you some actionable steps that you can take to feel more in control and more confident going into this new season, however busy or relaxing it happens to be. And I hope that I was able to do that for you today in this episode. Okay, really quick before I let you go, let me tell you about my summer produce guide. Like I said, I spent a long time guessing at how best to keep my cucumbers from getting slimy or to keep my strawberries from growing mold or keeping my fresh herbs not wilted in the fridge. And I've done a lot of research and I compiled a list, a chart really, of all the best ways to keep each individual fruit or veggie fresh and lasting the longest and tasting the best throughout the summer. It includes 50 different fruits and veggies that are all in season during the summer months 
and helps you know exactly how to prep them for storage, how to store them, where to store them, and even the expected shelf life that they have so you can plan the best time to use them. It's put together in a really nice little chart, so it's really easy to read. And it looks really nice too, so if you want, you can even print it out and put it on your fridge. I like to keep mine taped onto the inside of one of my cupboards so that I can easily just open up the door, go down, check which one I'm looking for, find out exactly how to keep it, close it up. That way it's hidden away, but it's also really easily accessible for whenever I need it. It saved me tons of time Googling to have it all together in one place so I don't have to pull up my phone and type in each specific thing that I'm looking for. And it's totally helped me feel like I'm in more control of all of my fresh produce. It doesn't just sneak by me and spoil or get forgotten about. This handout is totally free for you. All you have to do is go download it and I will send it on over. So just go to danicamills.com forward slash summer produce guide and you can find instructions on just how to download that. And I'll also put that in the show notes for you so it's really easy to find and you can just click on it straight from the app as well. So you don't have to worry about remembering that address. Okay, that was a ton of information in this episode. Please feel free to go back, re-listen, pause, and go through it at your own pace to get your kitchen refreshed, cleaned out, and ready for whatever the summertime brings you. Thanks so much again for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it so much, and I cannot wait to hang out with you again next week. See you next time.